Hello there, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where geographically diverse pals have a few drinks and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben Levy-Griffiths, and today I am drinking It Is Not The Best Beer In The World, It Is But Tribute, uh, a Cornish Pale Ale from the St. Hostel Brewery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Did you think of that when you got the bottle, or were you like, oh, I've got it, now I just need to find a pint of tribute? No, no, um, this is a, uh, a we had um, some guests stay at the weekend, and this was a uh, thank you for letting us stay present. So, um, and no, I just I was uh, here just before recording and thought, oh, that would make a quick, uh, nice little quip. You are quick and witty, Ben. Also, the best guests are the ones who bring beer and leave it. And locked in with me today, we have. Hello, I'm uh, I'm Mike Collins, and I am drinking the dregs of a delicious cup of tea because I made the recording late because I was playing a video game and I haven't had time to go and get a whiskey. And I'm Alid, and I'm drinking orange squash and proud of that. We are soft. <laughs> so, how does it work? Each week we'll get locked into one of the infinite escape rooms, many themed escape rooms. We'll have to solve a series of puzzles in order to escape. If we don't escape within an hour, then terrible things shall befall us. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit. Hello, I'm Mike, I'm back, and I'm drinking a Penderin Gold Single Malt on the rocks. Thank you, Ben. (laughs) Are we ready? Yes. Yes. This week, a mixture of sickly sweet, overly auto-tuned voices sting at our ears. There's a bunch of airbrushed teenagers mouthing words that roughly match those blaring out of large speakers. There also appears to be an entire production team looking quite disinterested. We must be in a teenage pop video. Near the canteen is a large clock and an alarm with a sign that says, Minutes to lunchtime, and the clock currently reads, 60. The undervice sub-executive co-producer currently appears to be occupied, but we can be sure that her attention will be grabbed when the lunch bell rings. We'd best escape before she sees us shirking off and forces us to join in. The large studio door is locked with three whimsical padlocks. Let's escape. Okay, so this week we have got the door to your heart, the music video stage, and the junior's director's chair. What do we fancy first? The junior's director's chair? Is that the director of the small, like the young people Could be. in the video? Or is it the youngster's chair? <gasps> A very tiny chair. I'm intrigued by this chair. Can we look at this chair? That is my puzzle. Over to the side of the stage, you can see a director's chair. You can tell it's a director's chair because it's one, well, it looks like a director's chair, basically. It's got director on the back, junior director, in fact. It's made of canvas and has got the crisscrossy legs. What would you like to do? Is it a normal size chair or is it a kiddie chair? Is it a toy chair? What sort of size dimensions are we looking at? It's a normal sized, everyday director's chair. Hmm. Like a crap camping chair? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. Um, I mean... Obviously, can we go and sit in the chair? Uh, You can. As you go to sit down, you spy a note. Can I continue to sit and read the note simultaneously? You grab the note from underneath your buttocks before it lands on the note and proceed to read it. It appears to be some, some sort of lyrics. It says, On November 8th, easy input gunning hot train, even if grass heated tumble, only nobody escapes. Whoa, now. These all sound like really good My Chemical Romance song names. Or Fallout Boy. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, they would be perfect Fallout Boy uh, lyrics. Particularly, um, Only Nobody Escapes. Yes. Grass, grass-heated tumbler as well. Not quite sure how, but it would work. Um, hmm. Why do I, within this, sense that Ben has embedded a pun? Possibly. I mean, okay, um, can we can we take a look at the rest of the chair? Uh, you can, yes. The rest of the chair is chair-like, um, but you do see a small box underneath the chair. Can we lift the box? You can lift the box. On closer inspection, presuming you do want to inspect it, you see that the box is an old-style TV. It's got a little antenna poking out of the top. It's got a, a fake screen on it that has music across the front, and uh, it's got a little knob on one bot- bottom side, a little speaker on the other bottom side, and in the middle there's a combination lock. Four numbers you're looking 
painful. If I mm. gave it a shake, is there a rattle or anything? There does appear to be a rattle. Okay. Mm. So this TV is a child's toy. Or there's a key inside it. Hence the rattle. Bruh! Mm. The knob on the side, Ben, what happens if I turn that? The numbers start to go up. It currently reads 000, but if you twist it, you can get to 0001. Is that, is that as far as it goes? Well, no, you presume you can twist it further up until 9999, at which point it will probably roll okay. over. So, <clears throat> how did, Alad, how are we not going after knob, by the way? How are we not going after the knob? I think we, well, quite, I think we both let the one slide by us a little bit, and I'm... Just want to make sure that neither of us are a simulant. I mean, you both are for the knob, so... Um... That's true. Yeah, I guess that works. Okay, cool. We can <laughs> we can continue. So, the lyrics had four lines. There are four numbers required. So, presumably, the first number, thinking out loud, is going to be eight. Every input... Easy input... What was that second line, Mike? Easy input, gunning, hot train. Gunning, hot... I can't read my own handwriting, which is just terrible. Easy input, gunning, hot train. And then... Even if grass heated tumble or tumbler, tumble. Uh, tumble. tumble, and then only nobody escapes. Right, Ooh. so I'm going to assume, I'm going to skip the middle two at the moment, and I'm going to make an assumption that only nobody escapes is zero, because that would be nobody escaping. Based on, ah, uh, okay, yeah, I see. So that just leaves every input gunning hot train, and even if grass heated tumble. Okay, yeah, I can see... So you're thinking the eight from the first November kind of eight. line. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay. Or you could go 1180, 11 for November, 8. Oh, hang on. Yes. Allard. Interesting thing. Easy input gunning hot train, E-I-G-H-T, 8. Oh, for goodness sake. Even if grass heated tumble, E-I-G-H-T. Um, one. And then one, of course, one, <sighs> one, eight, eight, one. <laughs> can we can we try that in the uh, in the little combination lock, please, Ben? Uh, of course you can. So you uh, twiddle the knob to uh, until it until the combination reads one eight eight one, and uh, the front of the TV clicks open. What lies we are in? You uh, you open the rest of the front of the TV, peer in, and you can see a small key. Grabbing it out, you have found the MT key. And you have solved my puzzle. Oh, and very good. Horrible. <laughs> um, 1881 is uh, the 1st of August 1981, which is when MTV first broadcast. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. You always manage to get something clever in. You're clever sausage. Okay, uh, eight minutes down and uh, we find ourselves, we're back in the in the studio. We've not really left. And I believe we have got the music video stage and the door to your heart left. Shall we do the door to your heart? Sounds like a good idea to me. And that's my puzzle. So you approach the door to your heart. The door itself is a sort of plain uh, wooden bedroom door, but you see there's a a large glowing heart symbol over the top. You open it up and, and step through. The door clicks shut behind you. In front of you is a large ish ovoid room. That's right. Ovoid. Just, just drawn a square. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how tall is the ceiling in your in your picture, Ben? Um, well, given it's top down, and I'm about ooh, fifty inches from uh, from the page, about fifty inches high. Miles off. It's a different amount of it's 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 a normal sort of roomish height, um, which I guess is about two meters. Anyway, sorry, I'm fixating on the wrong details here. You can see that inside this room, it's been made out to look a little bit like a romanticized version of a person's chest cavity. Along the walls, you can see uh, large plastic ribs curling around. On the back wall is a great big knobbly spine. All along the floor are 
great big sparkly, plastic, colourful, cutesy organs. And then right in the very, very back, just to right of centre, is a large glass case within which is a great big plastic glowing heart. The walls of the room are painted red and everything is pulsing gently. What would you like to do? The um, the heart, is it anatomically correct or is it um, like a love heart? Um, it's like a love heart. Could we inspect the box that it's in? Sure thing. So the glass case is kind of one of those large glass display cases. Uh, you can see it has one, two, three, four, five heavy looking metal catches securing the front to the sides. And is there anywhere on this cabinet where a key might go into it? There does not appear to be, no. The catches, um, presumably they they look like they would open. Can we open them or does it look like... What kind of mechanic would we need to open them? Well, like all the best escape rooms, these ones appear to be mag-locked. So these appear to be magnetically locked catches. So if we're strong enough. Um, (laughs) That's right. If you can cause an EMP blast inside this room, you can uh, disable them or if the fire alarm goes. But other than that, they they are firmly fixed in place but could decatch. The um, the organs strewn around the room. Could we um, could we take a look at like the closest one to us? Sure thing. They're just a great big pile of organs. Um, you've got bits of giblet and kidney and intestine in there, but they're all kind of you know because it's a sort of a tweeny boy bandy music video. It's all kind of like cutesy and nice. You know, it's all fluffy and sparkly. Uh, you do notice, however, in there a microphone all tucked up in some intestines uh, on a large stand. Are we able to get the microphone and speak into it? Sure thing. So you get the microphone, you put it up right on its stand, um, and you can speak into it. You hear your words amplified. Hello. Mike. Uh, As Ben says hello, and as Alad says Mike, um, you hear the the distant sounds of a backing track booping away. Oh, interesting. Okay. Can we have a a smush around and see if we can see anything else? Um, Where would you like to have a smush around? Uh, Are there any more organs that are discernible? Uh, You've depleted the uh, the organs. Okay. Can we have a look at the left-hand ribcage? You can. You can see that they are uh, sort of large, uh, apparently plastic uh, ribs curling around the the inside of the room. Resting gently on top of one, perhaps where somebody's carelessly left it in the video, uh, is an iPad. Mm. Could we uh, could we take a look at the back of the iPad, please? Is there anything interesting about that? Uh, sure. The serial number and model uh, indicates that it is an iPad 2. Okay. And therefore functionally worthless. <laughs> I suppose we would have a look at the screen, hadn't we, Alex? Best to. You, uh, you take a look at the screen. Um, this is pre-thumbprint uh, unlocking, so you can just press the button and it goes on. Um, possibly pre-security. It appears to be locked to a single app, which just shows market research. And then the words, to get a lady's heart pumping, number one have four finished lines of lyrics. What does number two say? Uh, There does not appear to be a number two. So we need to get four finished lines of lyrics to begin with then. On November 8th, easy input. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Those are lyrics. We can use them. Uh, Okay, could we go and have a look on the other side of the room at the ribs over there, please? Uh, You can. I'm afraid all you find is more plastic rib. Hmm. Could we inspect the spine? You can. The spine is uh, probably around about as, as thick as my waist, going from floor to ceiling uh, of the room. Uh, and of all the things in the room, it's probably the most anatomically correct, which is a little bit alarming. <laughs> you can, however, see that between uh, two of the discs, uh, possibly causing a mild measure of sciatica, uh, is a little notebook, a little spiral-bound notebook with a pencil. The notebook is marked lyrics. God damn! I just wrote my own lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Can we look at the notepad that's got the lyrics? I want to hear your lyrics. Nope. Aww. That can be like a bonus blooper or something later on. It's fine. 
I was going to say when Alan's more drunk, but that would be hard-pressed on orange juice. That, that would be... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? The one day of the week where Alan's not drunk. How did that land on recording day? Sorry, Alan, you asked to look at the lyrics. Uh, so you uh, you open the, uh, the Sparrowbrand book and you can see that there are four marked outlines. However, the only words on them are Girl, you, at the beginning of the first line, and at the end of the fourth line, Why I dig you. Have I still got to write lyrics? Because if so, I'm going to have so much fun with that. Sounds quite um, quite ominous. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you found me doing that murder. That's why I need to dig you a grave. Um, sorry, when, when you said uh, why I dig you, was that like the end of the fourth line, did you say? That's correct, yes. So why I dig you, uh, they've clearly missed off the full stop. That's you know, Boy bands aren't known for their punctuation. So I don't know, Alid, whether we have to come up with our own or whether we've got to find the lyrics somewhere. Um, I suppose it's worth double-checking. Can we have a flick through the rest of the book? Is there anything else in it? Uh, loads of pages. Loads and loads of pages. Um, all ripe and prime and ready for, for notes, but no writing. Um, is there any source of light in this room? Uh, yeah, sure. So the um, the walls are glowing faintly red and just sort of pulsating gently. You, you can see... You know, pretty well. And the great big red heart is glowing itself as well. So you, you're quite well illuminated. If we kind of tilt the, uh, tilt the page, we can't, like, see someone having written something like Invisible Ink or anything like that? Uh, no. Uh, maybe you see um, a corner of the page has somebody's put some lemon juice on there or something. Maybe it's a tiny bit of snot. Maybe a bit of spudge. Who can tell? <laughs> um, but uh, if I were to look at this particular notebook through a thing, it would show as being destroyed from halfway down because of, because of camping weather. Could we... Could we have a look at the spine? Uh, you've uh, already looked at it. Um, I'm afraid there's nothing more to see there, apart from more sweet vertebrae. There's not anything hiding behind any vertebrae, or is there maybe discs that we're missing? I uh, know all the discs that you need are there. Um, and uh, yes, I'm afraid the only thing that was um, concealed amongst the uh, the spine was the uh, the lyric book. Okay, just so one one thing, given that we're in a in a chest, just can, can we have a quick look at the spine of the notebook? Is there anything particular about that? Uh, no, uh, me not being the clever punsmith that you are, Ben. Um, there is no hilarious jape concealed cool. within. And uh, one thing, just to call you up on. So the you mentioned uh, we have all the discs we need. Could you maybe describe some of the discs? Is there any writing on them? Um, do we have to know like the L numbers for any of the discs that we can see? Um, it was a completely innocuous <laughs> comment. Um, <laughs> you have all of the discs that are in that room, a number of which I could probably tell you, but is utterly unimportant. That's fine. I was just, I was just double checking. You weren't like riffing on like discs of the back versus like CD discs or. No, once again, Ben, <laughs> if anything, we should maybe have traded puzzles because there, this is prime <laughs> pun territory, which is very much your domain. Okay. What do you reckon, Alad? Where else could we look for lyrics? The glass case that has the heart. Yes. Can we see around the back of it? Uh, no, it's uh, affixed to the back wall. Okay. The heart itself. Yes. Is there anything visible inside it or anything printed on uh, it? Looking at the heart itself as the beat beats and glows through uh, the heart, you can see that it's ever so slightly translucent and you can see what appears to be a small dark shape inside it. The door that we came in. Is there anything on the back of it? Uh, no. Okay. More door. More, more door. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait that was an accidental joke yeah um i would say alad you had an idea earlier making lyrics so oh, what uh, what what do you have down currently alad can we can we no no we'll come back to that could i get the lyrics that we have on that notebook one more time sure thing it's four lines the first line begins with girl you yeah and the fourth and final line ends with 
why I dig you. Why I, by the way, like uh, as in W-H-Y-I, as opposed to the northern Y-A pet. Y-A, man, Y-A. Yeah. The Backstreet Boys, I think. Were they Glaswegian? I forget. No idea. Wordsmith Allard is uh, is on it, I believe. Looking hard. Yeah. Um, in context with where we are, I will uh, hasten to add. He's known for his words, is Allard. <laughs> Um, got it there we are there you go. See? to the microphone you step up to the microphone the world holds its breath girl you be crazy so cray cray my bay you make my heart pulse that is why i dig you boom <laughs> um I, I literally heard the mic drop at your end um you you drop the mic but don't you don't damage the um deposit. you don't damage the deposit oh what's the deposit this week ben um it's the belts to everyone's trousers okay so sorry alad as you complete that wonderful ditty um you'll hear that sort of as the slight backbeat fades away into the distance and the heart in the little case starts beating very very slowly and very very quietly in a sort of strangely biological way that doesn't really sync up with the uh, the cartoony appearance of it one of the metal catches on the case clicks open you hear a buzz from the little ipad can we go back you can you can see that the market research has updated it now reads market research to get a lady's heart pumping number one have four finished lines and lyrics number two use rhyming couplets <laughs> Ben, your turn. Right, I'm going to have to be uh, re-educated on what the hell a rhyming couplet is because my head has decided that it doesn't know anymore. So a rhyming couplet is where the ends of the lines one and three rhyme with each other and the ends of the lines two and four rhyme with one another. Gotcha, gotcha. Let me um, see if so I that's can... that's another four-line one there, isn't it? If it helps, I have tweaked my lyrics so it is now a rhyming couplet. <laughs> Go on then, I've, I've not finished, so carry on. <laughs> Okay, you, you pick up the microphone. The world once again holds its breath and a funky backbeat starts. Girl, you be crazy. So cray-cray for shoes. You make my heart pulse, baby. That is why I take you. <laughs> <laughs> the heart starts beating faster and harder. The case starts to vibrate and one of the metal catches releases. The iPad buzzes once more. Back to the iPad. We'll just look at point number three this time. Okay, so um, points one and two are still displayed on the screen. Point three, however, now says uh, to get a lady's heart pumping, use the word girl three times. Step up to the mic and say girl, girl, girl. Nothing happens. Oh, shit. Presumably four lines... Oh, so is it going to be four lines rhyming couplets with girl three times? As, as I said, the previous three um, bits of market research are still present on the screen. Wait, so we're going to have to have four lines that start with girl you. So basically, whatever then... you've got currently, what you just said, but uh, make sure there are only three. I need to insert girl three times. Oh, no. I've been writing over my writing. You can do it, Alice. Hang on. It's a good job you've got very legible writing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, is it? I'm working. Working hard. He's working hard. (laughs) I'm loving the collaboration. (laughs) I'm loving the collaboration here. Ben Allard, generate (laughs) lyrics for me. He volunteered. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't volunteer. There was just a vacant gap that I had to fill. You said... uh, Ben, are you the manager in this relationship? Very much so. I take all the money. (laughs) Uh, That's it. Right. Here we go then. Up to the mic for the third time. You pick up the microphone, the world holds its breath, and a funky beat starts. Girl, you be crazy. Girl, you like shoes. You make my heart pulse, baby. Girl, I dig you. The heart beats incredibly fast. The the case is now vibrating something fierce, rattling almost. One of the catches disengages, and now the iPad buzzes twice. You have two catches remaining. Come on then, back to the iPad. You take a look at the iPad, it now reads, 
market research to get a lady's heart pumping. One, two, and three are still as they were previously. However, there's now four and five. They are include three emotions and add the word word to the end. Oh my days. Three emotions. Crazy is an emotion. It is. <laughs> as is the love of shoes and... L- love shoes. If I change light to love... Yeah. So I've got crazy... Is crazy classed as an emotion? No, probably not. Yes. Well, yes, I would say so. Let's just say yes. Um, just one clarification. The word at the end, uh, is that after you? As in, why I dig you word? That's correct. Okay. Uh, can that... Has that got to be part of the fourth line? Or can it be a... Oh, no. All good boy band songs end with a word uh, in the 90s, I think. But it wouldn't serves. necessarily be part of the fourth line, i.e. destroy That's, that's correct. It, it's not normally part of the rhyming couplet structure. I, ideally, you want your most ethnic member doing it as well. I see. Which I guess in this case might be Allard. <laughs> um, okay, right. We're good. Okay. <laughs> Ta-da! Okay. You pick up the microphone, the world holds its breath, and a funky beat starts. Girl, you be crazy. Girl, you love shoes. You make my heart happy, baby. Girl, I dig you. Word. The two final catches on the heart case spring open as the heart beats furiously and violently. So furiously and violently it's fact that it... Bleh, so furiously and violently, in fact, that it explodes. Not with blood and gunge and stuff, but lovely, sweet, romantic... Gl- <coughs> oh, Christ! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, literally being sick at how <laughs> disgusting this is. Um, uh, sorry. It literally explodes, but not with uh, sort of guts and, and blood and, and gunge, as you would expect from a real heart, but full of all lovely sparkly glitter because this is a boy band video and everything's nice. Out from the, the confetti and the chaos springs a small metal object. Congratulations, you have found the key pop. And oh. you have solved my puzzle. Well done, guys. Fantastic. Thank you. I expected there to be more collaboration. <laughs> I think, I don't know, well... My mind went blank, and then um, Ali just seemed to be able to do it. <laughs> I think it's, it's the lack of wine. Possibly. So with the key to... Well, sorry. With the key pop in hand, you unlock, once again, the key to your heart door. Door to your heart with the key. I haven't thought this through. Um, you unlock the door that's wooden in front of you, and step back out into the recording studio and the boy band, teenage band. What are we again? Teen pop? Teenage video music thing <laughs> <laughs> wow that ben you sounded so old when you said that to the studio um <laughs> back to the studio yeah teenage pop video there we go <laughs> our teenage pop music thing they got the fence they're on the, the tumblers and the grinders now oh, we should have said it's the millennium stadium millennium studio shouldn't we millennial those darn millennials, darn millennials. aren't we millennials technically Mm. We are. I've had many avocados yeah. today, and that's why I can't you afford a house, a house because I'm too busy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great minds. Uh, that's actually that's the distinction because Alad, how many? How often would you say you have an avocado? Not very. And you're buying a house. This is true. Hopefully, this is where we're going wrong. Me and Ben. Uh, you bought a house, Mike. <laughs> You've bought a house. Hang on. I own. Hang on. I own thirty percent of a house and and rent the other seventy. Um, I own like some of the doors. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the carpets that the cat from the previous owner destroyed. That, that being said, um, I did only pay twenty eight pence for two avocados. Fuck me! I know. As to as to like, it's it's got to go now, otherwise it'll just like rot into hell. But they were they were lush. They were fabulously uh, uh, ripe. Oh man, I'm literally dying of jealousy. I love it of Ava. Should we carry on with the recording? I'm <laughs> conscious that we should we should we should. <laughs> okay, so you took us back to the stage, didn't you, Mike? 
Or I think you? I blathered about it for about 10 minutes, but yeah. Okay, cool. I, 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 I think I couldn't work out where I was taking us back to, but I did take us back there eventually. <laughs> um, and you find yourselves back in the studio. There we excellent. Go. And uh, we have 30 minutes left till lunch. So, Alad, can we do the music video stage in half an hour? Uh, that, my friend, is up to you. This is my puzzle. You enter a glaringly bright room in which you can hear some background instrumental music. Directly in front of you is a large black screen which covers the entire wall. Above your head is an old-fashioned CRT monitor with a Dymo label on the frame which reads auto cue. The screen is off. What would you like to do? Did we all do lyrics for our um, for our puzzle? <laughs> we might have done. Um, hmm. Could we could we go and have a little look at the black screen, please, Alid? You can. Upon walking towards the black screen, you find that a camera on a boom arm swoops down from the ceiling, zooms into your face for a second or two, before zooming back away for effect. As you recover from the shock, you notice that the camera had something showing on it but you couldn't quite make it out. Anyway, <laughs> upon inspecting the black screen, <laughs> you find on the left-hand side frame that there is a toggle switch. The toggle switch is labelled on, off, AC. So there are three buttons. It's like one of those slider ones. So oh, okay. you, it starts... And there are three positions. Correct. I kind of feel that the three positions doesn't quite capture the, the toggle, um, but I suppose you probably could toggle between three things. It's it's sort of in the centre at the moment. So if you imagine... Oh, so it's currently off. It's currently off, which is centre. And then up is on, and then down is AC. Do you mean AC like alternating current, not AC like air conditioning? Uh, I was thinking maybe AC like auto-cue. Oh, that makes a lot more sense in the context of the auto-cue. So could we, um, given that, could we switch it to on, please? Of course. So you turn it on, and the entire screen lights up green. Well, that's interesting. And if we toggle it to AC? So you turn it to AC, the screen remains green, and the auto-cue monitor turns on. okay. Can we see anything on the screen? The autoco monitor reads, Arabian Nights, the seed is closed and it's a problem. And then it's got those sort of action things like you see on scripts when it says they must do, they do this, if that makes sense. Uh, like a stage direction. Like a stage direction. There we are. We'll edit it. And then there's a stage direction. And the stage direction <laughs> says... <laughs> Don't edit it, Ben. Don't edit it. The world must know. Mm. The stage direction says, stare into camera. Can I like, <clears throat> sorry, that was Arabian Nights. Arabian the Nights. closed. The seed is closed and it's a problem. Stage direction, stare into camera. Okay. If I walk sort of centre stage, does the camera down, uh, come down and look me straight in the face? So if you move, you find that the camera will again zoom down onto you without any rhyme or reason. Indeed, sometimes it zooms in on your face, but equally it zooms in on your foot crotch hand it doesn't quite work properly okay um do we need to perhaps tame this camera <laughs> i'll stare at it you jump on it um <laughs> okay so ben's staring at the camera can i mount the camera you can hold it very briefly but it is on an automated system and it will pull itself away after about a second mm, if we go to the other side of the screen we don't find it like another toggle switch or anything would we you don't hmm um, I feel we have a set of lyrics and we have, I mean, we have a set of instructions. Shall we see what happens when we carry them out? Yes. So I would like to trot up onto, uh, up, up to the green screen. Certainly. You uh, swagger up to the green screen. As you do so, the camera zooms down from the ceiling right into and your I'd face. And I'd like to stare down the camera lens while saying, Arabian Nights, the seed is closed and it's a pebble. Wait, no. <laughs> and it's a problem. Oh, well, I can't read my handwriting now. The camera goes to move away, but before it vanishes, 
you can see on the camera is the image of a cave. It then zooms back into the ceiling. Mm. We'd, um, we don't have to like uh, look into the camera and say open sesame or something like that, do we? Is that, was that... Um, oh, as an Arabian Nights re- uh, reference. That's that, well, that was my thinking. That's a hell of a cognitive leap, Ben. Yeah, let's try that. So uh, so uh, can I wander up sort of next to Mike and uh, does, does a camera come and look at me? A camera does. It zooms down and zooms straight into your face. And I will say open sesame. You say open sesame into the camera and it freezes in position. Uh. You hear a clink and a panel opens on the underneath out of which drops a key. Ooh. Hey! You have found the C-sharp key. Very hey. good. You have solved my puzzle. <laughs> Why the C-sharp key? Did I miss it something? It is the in most that? common used key in music. Oh, that's very nice. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Pretty clever. Apparently. Oh, yeah. That... So says Google. Do you reckon that's why in that episode of The Simpsons they're called the C-sharps when they make that... Um... Aren't they called the B-sharps? Oh, fuck. That's why it's clever, isn't well, it? Well, it's, I, it's, I think it's clever on two things because, uh, if I'm remembering rightly, the B-sharps is to be sharp but also uh, in music a b sharp is actually c huh. with the c sharp key in hand you leave the music video stage and return to the studio fantastic and with 22 minutes left on the lunch clock we insert the mt key the key pop and the c sharp key into the whimsical padlocks and we escape hooray fantastic <laughs> And there we are. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds and iTunes and also at our website, theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. We'd love to have feedback and to hear where the Infinite Escape Room should take us next. If you enjoy the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you give us a rating and a bit of a review on iTunes, Facebook or wherever you listen to this podcast. Thanks very much for listening and we hope to see you next time in another Infinite Escape Room. Goodbye. Bye-bye now.